Welcome to my channel. This is Mario Lord, also known as Real Estate Guru PK. On this channel, we talk about my real estate endeavors. We also have the top real estate producers and the top entrepreneurs in the country. Be sure to click the link below with Justin P with his Support Black Colleges marketing course. Also with Jason White's Crack the Code affiliate link, click that below as well. Also to support the channel, Weeble and One Finance, Chase Discover Robinhood and Public a stock trading app. We hope you enjoyed this episode. This is Real Estate Guru PK signing up. How you doing? Welcome to another episode. I got a special guest. You introduce yourself. Justin Richardson uh, from Brooklyn, New York. Currently residing in Atlanta, Georgia. You, you ever think you're going to go back? To Live? New York? Yeah. No. Never? No, never. It's too high? You was talking about that price was too uh everything about it is a no (laughs) um the cost of living you know i mean yeah you could look at the cost of living you know some people say you know you just need to make more money but i mean if you could stretch your money you know somewhere else um you know and then the opportunities in atlanta we're not strangers to atlanta uh i did go to high school out there for a little bit um my wife's from south side uh clayton county so, you know, we kind of familiar with, you know, Atlanta, but obviously it's, it's grew since 2008, 2007 when we was in high school. Uh, so, um, but the opportunity is there. We love it. We love it. Our kids love it. Great place to raise them. So. You, 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 Trinidad, you tr- Trinidadian, right? Yeah. Trinidadian. Yeah. My, uh, my mother, uh, is from Trinidad and, uh, you know, came to this country with my sister and, um, yeah. That's that's how I got the hair texture. <laughs> <laughs> so how, so so girl, how was growing? You, you was like you know hustling candy and. Oh wow, you really did research. <laughs> Dang, <it> was. <laughs> I was selling candy in uh, in high school, um, but then you know candies, because uh, I, I my my mom, so like when my parents split up, that's how I ended up going to Atlanta. You know, my mom had to figure out her life. You know, not no longer being with my dad. Uh, so I went to Atlanta with my sister uh, and her, you know, my brother-in-law, my nieces and nephews and stayed with them in uh, Stockbridge, Georgia. And uh, so I guess you could say I had a sort of a long distance relationship mm-hmm. with my mom because uh, from high school. So that was like since I was 11, 12, all the way up until we ended up moving back to New York in 2009, I believe. Uh, that's when we ended up, you know living together again i guess you could say but yeah in high school you know i wanted to have you know the the jerseys the shoes you know what i'm saying and um had to figure it out so my sister would take me to walmart and costco's and i'll just you know spend my allowance just buying little quarter juices and chips and candy and then um nobody was no longer buying from the vending machines anymore so <laughs> that's that's why they had made me stop but uh, yeah, that's how I started out. My first little taste of entrepreneurship, selling candy in high school. Yep. So from there on, like, did you go to you went to college? Was that like an option, or you wanted to? Um, I mean, for me, I, I college in in New York at the time, like in Brooklyn, nobody was really talking about college, college or you know, it was you just go to school and 
You see what have you might go to a city college, might go to a trade school, might get a license somewhere or whatever to do construction or whatever. But it was not really like going to college, how they really talk about it in the South, you know, especially uh, the emphasis on athletics and sports. It wasn't really a big uh, uh, it was that wasn't the culture at the time. Uh, so, you know, coming down to Atlanta, it was different. You know, people was getting prepared for college and in, in middle school you know high, uh, junior high school as they would say in the east coast and uh i ended up you know just in in atlanta when i was going to high school the cool kids were the kids that were in sports um getting the recognition the shout outs and the scholarships and of course you want to be cool too you know so i ended up uh running track and got a partial scholarship and um you know i went for two semesters and got kicked out of school just being around the wrong people oh, yeah so i was djing and i was djing like every single party from wasted wednesdays thirsty thursdays <laughs> frequency oh, fridays what else we had we, we had <laughs> figure eight fridays all of it eye candy sundays every that's that was my thing and um I put more focus on that than I did actually athletics and in school and just being around the wrong people. I, they got they told me I got to go. So I mean, say I don't have any student loan debt, so <laughs> kind of worked out. So you got you got kicked out of school, like you couldn't go back. Like so yeah, you- yeah, yeah. My wife's right there, right? We both. <laughs> <laughs> she'll tell you the she'll tell you the story, you know. But uh, yeah, yeah. Got got kicked out of school. Um, got into it with, with some folks just, and um. My wife and I, we went back to to Brooklyn. We had nowhere else to go, so yeah. What was your mom saying through that process? Uh, well, she she said, uh, you know, I went, to, I sent you off to school to get a degree. You came back with a girl because my wife ended up <laughs> coming back. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally what she said, and uh, yeah. So, but no regrets, no regrets at all. You know, it, it worked out. I had to figure it out. I, I didn't have any real accreditation, no strong resume. Um, no strong references, you know, because folks, like I said, start building that up through like high school and college. I had none of that. So I uh, ended up got back to Brooklyn and couldn't really find a job, you know. Yeah. So I ended up getting into barbering. So I started cutting here in the barbershop and you don't the barbershops in the hood. You don't need no license. So I was cutting at two barbershops in Brooklyn at the same time, just mm-hmm just winging it and that was what was putting money in my pocket and doing some other things I wasn't supposed to be doing <laughs> but you know once we found out out when I was 20 that we was having our f- first child Chase uh, that's when it really uh clicked for me that I really need to you know get my life together because I know how it feels not growing up with a father present in your life you know some people use that as an excuse of why they're not a good or decent father i mean that's my motivation my excuse to be a good and present father in my my child's life so that's when i'm you know getting a real job uh doing security for a little bit uh then ended up working at delta airlines got into narrow marketing that's when i discovered personal development uh working on your mindset that's when i got my first real mentor and Learned the art of communication, entrepreneurship, a little bit about money, not so much. You know, they more so pushed 
build your team, build your team, sign people up, sign people up and not really too much knowledge uh, in regards to how to manage the money. They always pushed us on how to make the money, but not how to actually keep the money, you know? So, um, yeah, that's how that ended up happening. So after that, like, what do you go like? So like Brooklyn was like, after you started cutting hair, what was like the next step after that? Yeah, so that's my mother was like, you know, you need to get a real job. You need to get a job with benefits. You you have a, a child on the way. I was staying at the studio apartment at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When we found out um, she was that pregnant. she was pregnant with, with with Chase, we were still in the studio apartment. Uh, we were still in the, the studio when we got hit by Hurricane Sandy. All of that um, up until I believe three or four. When he was three or four, that's when we ended up you know, making a decision and moving to Atlanta. That was like the bottom for you? Yeah. It, it, I mean, it was the bottom was the fact that I was doing pretty decent in that direct sales company. Um, ended up qualifying for their BMW bonus, but my families were sleeping on couches. You know what I'm saying? So I got a three series BMW that I got through this network marketing direct sales company you know, through performing, you know how they, you know, give you like Mary Kay, they give you a pink Cadillac and stuff. What, what was the name so, of the company? Uh, can I say? Oh, I can say. I, I mean, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, if you want to, yeah. World Ventures was the name of the company. Oh, well, I thought. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah you should be, be here. Yeah. yeah so. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. yeah. So I, I, I did um did fairly well. You know, built up a team and got the BMW and all that. But my my life was not. It didn't add up. You know, I still was living with my mom. Got a girlfriend at the time, and son, but I have a BMW. I'm like, bro, you're not living right, <laughs> you know? And my wife, you know, made it plain as well. Like, we, we can't keep doing this. And as a man, I, I, I got to honor my wife. I got to, you know, make sure I set an example for my for my children. That makes sense, you know? So that's, that's really what it was. When you leave that company, did you have to get a BMW back or you keep the BMW? Oh nah, I um, so I ended up. We didn't have to give give the BMW back, since so, you know, at at they no longer. Well, the company ended up going out of business, uh, which is why I ended up getting into property management. Had to go get a job, you know. So I'm no longer living off of this income. They they're not paying anybody anymore. So I got to go get a job. So I ended up go. Uh, that's how I ended up getting into uh, property management and the multi multifamily industry. So I was ended up paying for it monthly, you know, with my my check and all that. Uh, then I had, you know, we had another financial, um, just bad situation, and could no longer afford the vehicle. So it ended up going into charge off. So, but thankfully, I know people, so I got that charge off taken off. So, so they put it on your credit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I I got it taken off though. Yeah, so okay. it's no it's no longer there. Okay, cool. Yeah, credit is elite at right now. <laughs> um so then you go to you then you go to Atlanta? Yeah, so um do you have any mentors at this time? Uh yeah, so so the the BMW, you know, we 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 had all that stuff when we came to Atlanta. Mm. So we we ended up moving to Atlanta. I was making full-time income off of that network marketing company, but when we got to Atlanta is when it went out of business. So all of this, we we moved out of my mother's place, uh, moved to Atlanta with 
my son Chase, you know, me and my wife. And when we got here, that's when the company went out of business. Um, so, um, sorry, what was your question? Did you have any mentors at this time? Yeah, as far as mentorship, I still had mentors from the company. But like I said, when it went out of business, I kind of lost connection. But I was always, at the time, also, while the company was going out of business and folks are really trying to figure things out, uh, I was started looking into real estate, you know, investing into real estate, other ways that I could make money off of real estate. And I ended up coming across a breakfast club interview with this guy, uh, Mark Witten out of Baltimore, who was talking about uh, wholesaling. Mm -hmm. So I was like, wait, you can make money in real estate without a real estate license with no cash, no credit. I was intrigued. Mm -hmm. So I started to learn and really, you know, started going to conferences and meetups and I did get a mentor uh, who taught me how to actually, you know, because that's my thing. It was like, I'm doing all this YouTubing, but I needed that's it's, it's not enough just off of YouTube. I need this to be something I'm missing, which is basically me going on YouTube was just a whole bunch of information, information overload. But I needed something that's going to put this in, in order and perspective and I, I ended up getting a good book that put everything in order but i also ended up getting a mentor like mark Witten. his information was great but i wanted somebody in atlanta that i can you know sit down with that i can uh shadow you know from and be in the field with and really learn from and i was willing to pay for that so i ended up finding a mentor taught me how to do it and i closed my first my first deal was uh 10 grand and then second deal was about 20, 20 grand and some change. Uh, so that, that ended up working out. I, I always, I, I believe in mentorship, you know, coaching and you, you're paying for people's mistakes. You can't paying to skip, you know, a lot of the, a pro the process. So, uh, yeah, uh, mentorship. What, what year was this, all this? This was, um, I think 2017. Yeah. 2016, 2017, around that time. That's, that's around the time you made the move from New York to Atlanta. No, no, no. We moved to, yeah, about, about, cause we came here in 2016. Yeah, 2016. We had end up having Caleb in 2017, our second child. Okay. So, so like, what made you stop wholesaling? Cause it sounded like you was making good money at the time. It was actually my mentor who taught me how to wholesale, who, uh, he's, he basically put in perspective because my wife and I, we actually own a, a, a turnkey cleaning company, a quick clean ATL. And I was working in multi family and uh, leasing. And he basically was like, I think you'll do like, yeah, I know you want to learn the wholesaling thing, but I think you'll do well in rental arbitrage because y'all already have a turnkey cleaning company. You know, turnkey is, it's not the same as residential. Basically, you get in the unit ready for the next person to move in, which is basically what Airbnb cleaners do. Mm -hmm. So we already had that process going, but we were doing it on a larger scale where we get contracts with the apartment complexes in Atlanta. So the mid rises and the high rises, mm -hmm. we get contracts with them. And when you move, somebody moves out of their apartment, our team goes in and gets it ready for the next mm -hmm. person to move in. Yeah, and um, with all of that going on, 
my knowledge, you know, six years working in, in leasing and property management, he's like, I think you do well with this Airbnb thing. You know, with, you pretty much got the pieces to together and, and mm -hmm. that's Airbnb arbitrage short term rentals is essentially property management. And I was like, yeah, you know, I was kind of like, yeah, but you know, these ten thousand, twenty thousand dollar checks look look better. <laughs> <laughs> and then he put it into perspective again. He said, but you can build up a portfolio through arbitrage that's bringing in twenty thousand, thirty thousand a month passively. Mm -hmm. I was like, all right, I think I'm gonna look into that. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's that's when we got the opportunity. I I didn't jump right in because. Obviously, you know, you need money to invest into that. So the pandemic pandemic ended up coming around and because we, we do run our business, um, a tight business, T's crossed, I's dotted, uh, we were able to get uh, grants from for our cleaning company during the pandemic. So our we registered our business with our local chamber of commerce and the chamber of commerce, uh, many chamber of commerce is actually across the country you know they're they want to keep the businesses in that county in that city thriving because that that helps to, that helps the city you know people stay employed you know businesses and that's what they were doing during the pandemic so we ended up getting a few grants and uh we were able to you know of course add value to the business but we was able to also flip some of it and we was able to get into the the airbnb space um, short-term rental space. I don't say Airbnb because obviously we we're all over the place, <laughs> not just Airbnb. And because of our cleaning practices that we we know, um, and because of my knowledge in managing properties uh, for six years, it came like second nature to us. But we just had to learn the Airbnb platform. That was that it wasn't it wasn't a hard task, but just like there's systems and, and software in place in the multifamily industry, it's the same thing. We got to learn the Airbnb industry and that platform. So that was really it. And then we just continued to scale from there. Which, what got you into the cleaning company? Uh, my wife was unhappy at her job uh, when we had our second child, Caleb. It, <laughs> it just happened. Can I say? Can I put put it? <laughs> so basically, you know, the insurance was was killing her paycheck. Okay. You know, with having our second child, uh, and you know, my wife, she and you know, loves to help people, but the paychecks wasn't adding up. You know, she was working at the hospital um, in Atlanta at the time, and that that's really what it came down to: not enough money coming in. So, again, just my me being in multifamily. I'm like, I, this lady comes in, this lady, she's from uh older, older, more mature lady, like maybe 50s or so, six, early 60s. And she comes into my office, wants to get an apartment from Brazil. She barely speaks, like her, her she speaks English, but it's broken a bit, you know. And what intrigued me was the fact that she said she came to this country at the time about not even five years, less than five years. Obviously, when you get in an apartment, you have to provide proof of income. Mm -hmm. She provides proof of income over 60000 She didn't. She had to actually bring bank statements because obviously she doesn't have like pay stubs or anything mm -hmm. like that. So she provides bank statements and it's about over 60000 All from cleaning? All from cleaning. 
And I was like, and then she asked me, because at the time I'm 20 something years old, and, you know, most mature people, not like, you know, older folks, not that tech savvy. Mm-hmm. So she asked me, just while we're conversating, Justin, but I don't have like, you know, social media or, you know, anything on the internet. Are you able to help me, you know, create a website? I'm like, wait a minute. You're doing sixty thousand uh, dollars over sixty thousand a year. You just came to this country less than five years ago off of a cleaning business. You barely speak, you know, clear English, and you have no internet, no online presence. Just, so I'm, I'm like, how? So I'm intrigued. I'm now. I'm like, I, I want you to coach me. Like, how are you doing this? And she's like, it came off of referrals. It gets one, and then gets another, and another. I'm like, wow. So. The whole time I need to go home and tell my wife about this. <laughs> so because when I met my my wife when I was in uh college, the first thing she did was clean my dorm room. <laughs> like 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 literally even when after, when I used to DJ, you know, and after the club, you know, Kroger was still open like 24 hours at the time. I'll go looking for food. She's in the cleaning now. Like this is back in like 2009. I'm like so when this I meet this lady, I'm like I think you got OCD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like the you know you and you and you in college. I, my 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 shower curtains was dirty. Like all of that, she cleaned everything. Mm. And my so, um, long story short, we get to you know I meet I meet this lady. So I'm like I think my my wife when I met her she liked to clean. She she does clean <laughs> at the house. I think she might. You know, we could do a cleaning business, you know, so and I'm just thinking about her not being happy at work. I'm thinking about these paychecks under a hundred dollars. I'm like, how do they think we can live off of this? We just had a baby. This is this is what insurance is doing. What was she doing at work? Uh she was was managing the, the gift shop at the hospital. So she was a manager and she still wasn't making making like enough the insurance was killing her paychecks i mean before the baby we was okay yeah. <laughs> now that you're having the baby that the insurance is killing her paycheck so i'm just like yeah let's 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 see if we could do this 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 cleaning thing and see if it's something she'll like and uh that's that's really how it started uh we first started taking gigs off of handy and thumbtack you know task rabbit and they were their commissions they were taking out was wasn't making any sense at the time so basically i had a bad moving experience at at the job and the lady comes to get keys and someone else was in charge of her moving the lady gets to the apartment and it's dirty so she's like uh she comes back to the office now and she's like justin apartment is is wasn't cleaned uh you know i have nowhere to go I, I i need it done today is it possible i could get my cleaning my cleaner to come and clean up do it or she asked do i know anybody yeah she asked do i know anybody so i'm like yeah but i don't tell the lady it's my wife yeah. i was like yeah i know this lady named keisha <laughs> so, <laughs> so i text i text my I'm, so i'm texting my phone now i'm texting her now from my phone while i'm talking to her i'm like this lady's about to call you make sure you answer your phone <laughs> so i slide the lady my wife's number the lady calls uh keisha keisha comes does a great job uh and my manager so now in order for the lady to get 
you know, compensated because she paid out of pocket. Mm. She has to provide us with the receipt. So she provides the receipt to my manager. My manager goes to look, make sure it was done, that, you know, this ain't no fake receipt. And my manager comes back to the office and is like, Justin, was that your wife that did that? Because we're looking for cleaners. And um, which you think you all will be open to becoming vendors? So, so now you become vendors for a property. She basically gave us... You know, all the information, what we need to do to get vendor to become a vendor for the company. And it's a big company. You know, once you become a vendor, this company has over 50 something properties just in Atlanta alone. They're actually all over the country, UK, you know, Asia. But once you become a vendor, any property that needs a cleaner, you have access to. Mm. So it's, they now became recession. So you're like in a system? Yes, we're in a system. Yeah, so we it now became like recession proof. Like, no, we didn't need to, no uh, ad spend, no marketing budget. It was all automated because every single, every day somebody's moving out. Somebody's moving in, somebody's moving out. And then you have 500, almost 600 and something, 700. Some properties have over 1,000 uh, units on, on in the apartment complex you can imagine 15, 20, 25 people a week, you know, are, are, are moving in and out. And that was us. So we was able to, you know, generate uh, multiple six figures, but I was still working at the jobs, mm-hmm. making six figures on the side. And, um, you know, because I did, you know, love what I what I was doing. I was learning a lot about multifamily, all the ins and outs, property management. So it wasn't a job that, you know, you have people that complain about it. I didn't really of course you have days that you don't feel like going to work, but it was an apprenticeship for me because I didn't go to college, but I learned that industry to the point where we started our own property management company. Cleaning is all in-house, maintenance is all in-house, and we we run a pretty tight ship. And according to our reviews, our clients love what we provide for them. Mm-hmm. So 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 after that, then you start the arbitrage, correct? Yeah, so uh, upon my my mentor saying, I think this is something that you would be good at. And, you know, during the pandemic, you know, we was earning six figures with the the with the the cleaning company. And because I was I I was putting a lot of attention on the cleaning company as well, you know, adding carpet cleaning services and stuff. So. And then I still had my day job. So when I wasn't at work, I was, you know, helping my wife with the business. But when the pandemic hit and they gave us a month, that month, which was March 2020, where I think the whole country was forced to quarantine. Mm-hmm. All of us. I think the world <laughs> actually was forced to quarantine yeah, from two weeks. For, yeah. for about two weeks. In that two weeks, I did work. They made us work from home and I did. But I worked more on myself mm. and what I wanted to do. I made sure like everything, taxes, everything. And I did a lot of courses. Mm. I was real estate courses, tax courses, vending machine courses, credit courses. That's all I was doing during that that two weeks. And then because I had my children and my children couldn't go back to school, I was actually quarantined for a month with them. So I had an additional two weeks. Mm. So every day my wife came home. After doing her inspections and stuff, I was at the dining table, papers everywhere, just learning, 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 and applying for grants as well, because that was something that was advised to us by 
our insurance agent for the cleaning company. Mm. She's like, whatever's out there, y'all apply for it. Mm. <laughs> and we did, and we got some. Uh, so, you know, thank God for that. So at this time, how many people you had working for you with the cleaning company? Uh, four, four, four people. Yeah, four yeah, at the time. Just, she was just, just inspecting. Yeah, I was inspecting too <laughs> when <laughs> I when I wasn't at work. You know, we we have OCD and we take pride in putting ourselves and our name out there. Too? Yeah, for cer for certain things oh. that like neatness. Yeah, definitely like neat and tidiness. She has OCD for like sanitizing. I have OCD to making sure it's in order. It's in order. You know, yeah. stuff is in place. But um. We just take pride once, we, you know, our name is out there, our company's out there, our reputation, our reviews and, and you know, even our clients. We want them to, to stick around and return and refer, you know, people for us. So we definitely take pride in that. And, um, you know, when we got into to arbitrage, I had the time to do it because of the quarantine. I don't know if I would have had to, if we didn't quarantine, I don't know if I would have even been in this this space uh it probably would have took longer maybe i wouldn't have done it as at the time i did it but i truly took opp that opportunity and i was even telling my coworkers and people that was working under me like this is i looked at it as how for me we missed out on what happened in 2008 with the real estate you know the recession that happened but a lot of people really uh capitalized off of that moment and i remember my mentor in their marketing used to say if you want to be successful look at what everybody else is doing and do the opposite everybody was more focused on you know the 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 covid the pandemic and everything like i was i just i have to do what they're telling us to do mm. and they telling us to sit down right now so while i'm sitting down <laughs> i'm gonna work on everything that i had because i had this stuff written down i had the plans everything written down i just didn't have the time between being a husband, a father, running our businesses, you know, working a, a day job. I just didn't have the time at the moment. So I really capitalized off of that month we had to, to quarantine. And two months later, March, we was forced to shut down. Uh, July 8th, I walked away from that job. And by August, we was approved for our first unit. By October, we got the keys and and it was just scaling from there starting and scaling was there any courses when you was going when you was researching was like a game changer that like changed the game for you um i did i did one airbnb course uh but it showed me how to more so do it it was good great information mm -hmm. but it's it more so showed me how to do it with private landlords oh, okay. not with the apartments i know the apartment game mm -hmm. and i just fit, i'm like yeah i'll do private landlords as well which we're actually in the process of getting our first one um, with a private landlord uh, in Decatur, Decatur, Georgia. Uh, but if I'm looking to get to a five-figure, you know, mid-high five-figure income fast, the apartments is what's going to do it. Because if I get an approved, and even some property management companies, they have corporate housing vendors where you could get on their vendors list and you have access to as many units as you want. So once I got that first yes and they, my pitch is we can, you know, we normally take multiple units at a time. You can start off with one and come back for the next one next month, two months, three months, you know, all depends. So in my mind, I'm like, if I get access to an apartment complex with hundreds of units, that's how I'm going to get to a high five-figure income, you know, 
six-figure income fast mm -hmm. by doing that. Take four here, take three here, take two here, and go from there. So, and because I knew that game, working in the industry, knowing the maintenance side, knowing the, the turnkey side, knowing how to handle uh, resident issues, resident relation issues and things like that, um, policies, lease addendums, and how to do a residential lease, how to do a corporate lease, what it takes to be approved and qualify. Uh, I've been doing it for six years. When my friends wanted to move to Atlanta, they just said, I need an apartment. Where should I go? Like, I was the guy. <laughs> you know? Yep. Um, It seems like Atlanta's, like, cracking down on the arbitrage. Has that affected you in any type of way? No, because it's only in certain areas. Like, um, it... Like Brookhaven, um, that's one area that just started doing it, but it's not illegal. It's just, uh, it, and that's the thing, people need to read. I think it was Malcolm X who said, if you want to hide something from somebody, put it in a book, because most people don't read what's beneficial to them. He didn't say people, he actually used another word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't read what's beneficial to them. And it's, it's true. Mm. You know, people say Atlanta is canceling Airbnb. It's, it's not illegal. You just, I mean, it's certain cities, Nashville, New Orleans, where you just need to get a license and abide by the rules. And if that's what's required, you can't have a gun without a license. You can't drive without a license. If they saying you need to get a license to do arbitrage, get your license and make your money. There's certain limitations and restrictions, but that then don't do it. If you don't, you want to buy a house and you want to be able to customize it how you want, then don't move in a subdivision where there's an HOA. If you don't want to do Airbnb, you don't want to be limited to two units or do it for a certain amount of days, then go across town somewhere else. It, you just got to do what's required, but it's not canceled. That that law that people are talking about that's going viral about Atlanta being canceled, that ordinance is only in the city of Atlanta, which is not all of Atlanta. You have Decatur. You got, you know. It's only in Fulton County, right? It's not even all of Fulton County. Mm -hmm. Sandy Springs is Fulton County as well. Mm -hmm. Okay. We have units in Sandy Springs. Okay. Um, we have uh, we have Decatur, which is in DeKalb County. Um, you have Henry County, Stockbridge. You have Clayton, Jonesboro, Allenwood, uh, East Point, which is near the uh, Tyler Perry Studios, and is also near the airport. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's like saying you can't do um, Airbnb in East New York, Brooklyn. But you got Flatbush. <laughs> you got you got Canarsie. You know what I'm saying? You got all these other other areas that um. The ordinance, the restrictions don't apply. Why did you decide to get into mentorship? Uh, because people just kept asking me. <laughs> yeah, and I was I was a mentor to many people while I was in uh, network marketing, yeah. um, doing direct sales. So um, I had built my team up to about thirteen different countries. Uh, a lot, a lot of people. <laughs> mm. So I was already a mentor to many. Um, so when it came to this here, I knew I could, I can teach people how to do it because I've taught people how to do many other things. You know, many of us, we pretty good at, you know, some of us are good at giving advice and it works for people, you know, and it came a time in my life where I'm like, I need to start taking my own advice. So a lot of people was asking me questions about how to do it. Did you have to buy the property? And it was like almost every day. And I was like. I think I because I did so many courses, <laughs> I think I know how to put one together. And that's that's really what it was. So I put one together and uh one thing led to another. It was, you know, results results is what really sold it. You know, you could put a course out there, but 
you know, it's, it's, it's good that you know how to do it for yourself, but do you know how to help and show other people? Can you duplicate it? Can it be duplicated? So that was really what, why the course, um, pretty much spread like wildfire. Like you know, within our first five months, we helped over 600 people get at least one unit. Uh, but again, it's because I know what's required because I worked in the industry. I know what you need to say. I know what you need to look over and read. That's, that's, that's what it came down to. But the results is what made it go. Cause you know, word of mouth and referrals is, is the best form of advertisement. And it also went spread like wildfire because of the affiliate program that I have with it as well. You know, the course is, you know, 997, you are an affiliate, your friend wants to get the course, uh, your family member wants to get it, they purchase it with your affiliate link, you make $500, you know? So I think actually when we came up here, some I just got a thing, somebody made an affiliate sale. So it's like rather than me trying to pay celebrities and, you know, at certain pages to promote my uh, the course, people who are actually getting results are selling it organically because they got results mm. <laughs> you know it's like i got my airbnb you want to learn here's the link and they you know you got students making four or five figures a month off of being an affiliate so that's what helped it you know take off as well so are you um are you in the vending machines as well no about that earlier. no i'm I actually just uh was taking courses <laughs> trying trying to figure things out too help expand our uh, financial portfolio and uh, to, you know, some, that would be more something we, we're going to do for the kids, you know, for the kids, you know, candy and snacks, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so they eat it. They might as well sell it, you know, stop them from asking you for money. Oh man. What? <laughs> 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 yeah. They, they, they bougie, especially the younger one. He, he don't know what struggle looks like. <laughs> the older one, he been, he been in the trenches. <laughs> okay. Um, can you, can you explain the difference between Airbnb and BRBO? Uh, there's really, so two different platforms, obviously, but what I would say is this, uh, Airbnb is, is great. You know, of course you have a lot of people that advocate for it. You know, that's, it's changed their life. It's, it's changed ours. It's changed mine. Um, so I know I have ads out there that say, Oh, reason why I don't like Airbnb I'm just, it's not that I don't like Airbnb. However, I'm not faithful to just that platform, knowing that I can make money on other platforms as well. Just like when I, in, in multifamily, in these apartment, with apartments, they're not just on their apart, their website, you know, abcluxuryapartments.com. They're marketed on rent.com, apartments.com, Zillow, Trulia. So, when we got in the game, we're like, we want to do the same exact thing. We want to be on Airbnb, Verbo, Furnish Finder, Peerspace, Booking.com. So it's just an, another platform where you can actually market your property so that you can get more eyes on it, more exposure to it. For one, it does help having more exposure so that you can keep your occupancy high. Keep your occupancy high, you, you're making money, especially if you know how to price properly. So... It's, that's really what it is. But, you know, there are some unique, you know, distinct differences like, you know, with claim situations with the Airbnb claim, you know, you can submit a claim and, and it, it can take up to 72 hours. You ha The guest has up to 72 hours to fulfill, you know, that claim before 
you know, you get Airbnb involved to try to recruit the funds for them, you know, maybe a smoking violation or they damaged uh, an item, you know, a piece of furniture or something. What I like about Verbo is they have a damage protection uh, program where once you list on Verbo and you, you know, go to your settings and you opt into the uh, damage protection, when a guest books through Verbo, they're going to book for whatever your nightly rate, whatever the cost is, plus the insurance, the occupancy tax and all that. But then they pay an additional fee, which could be $49, $59, $69, which are three different tiers for coverage. So like the $49 that they would pay covers up to $1,500 in damages and then so on and so forth. What I like about that is the fact that I had a guest that damaged my shower knob. I have up to 14 days to submit that claim. All I got to do is go into that damage protection, provide the invoice, the receipt for that damage being done, you know, uh, fixed. And I claim whatever that cost was. And it's in my account within 24 hours. Mm -hmm. That's what I like about, you know, the difference between Airbnb and Verbo. The, the, when it comes to uh, hosts, they, they, they're very guest friendly. Even more recently, they they put out this new uh, cancellation um, policy. This you know where uh, the host will be penalized for you know canceling in, in you know certain amount of time, uh, which can be a penalty anywhere from I believe they said a hundred dollars. It says a hundred dollars up to a thousand. So they are they are very like guest friendly, which is why I'm not faithful to Airbnb. I'm 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 all over wherever the money's at, where my property can be occupied. Money's green, whether it's Airbnb, whether it's Verbo, just just occupy my space and and pay. You don't pay, you can't stay. That's really it. But it's it's definitely been easier with claim situations. Cause I get both. I get. I, I got a. I got paid out this morning for a smoking violation from Airbnb. But that violation happened in April. Yeah. <laughs> I just wow. got it this morning, yeah. and I, I had to call back. You know, um, so that's the thing with Verbo. I don't got to do all that. It's it's simple. It's easy. Next day. Yeah. Yep. Has has like a guest like really messed up any of your properties where you was like, Damn. what? And I didn't even have to get nobody involved. I that she she the way we submitted the claim and so detailed, she paid it. As soon as I hit submit, within like 10 minutes, she paid it. Like she uh she threw a party. It looked like it. You know, we <laughs> on, on the camera, we hear her saying, Y'all keep it down before I get kicked out of here. Like you you hear her on the camera. <laughs> you know, you see somebody jumping over the, the somebody some young lady jumped over the bal into the balcony, not outside, from the inside. Like she came around, jumped inside. For what? She was, she was trying to chase her girlfriend. It was two girls, like there was a, a couple. And then you had another group that was in front of the door. So we just like some 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 of course you notify them. Yeah, yeah, you, you notify them letting them know um of, of the the violation uh and you know she did respond she apologized but you have some people that don't know how to control their guests yeah. and it looked like from the camera she was trying to control them but she wasn't the leader yeah. she did not have that authority over them she had mind control over yeah <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know what she had going on but she couldn't control her people she was booked you know how you invite some people over they don't care about your space yeah. it's, it's not mine yeah like just put their foot up you know but but she was the one that booked and it's like 
she her friends were not her real friends. Yeah. Put it put it that way. Mm-hmm. And they they did the damage and you could tell by certain things she would you hear her saying on the camera like she's trying to keep them down. She's trying to, you know, keep the place at peace. And then the way she paid it was like, yeah, my friends did mess up, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. she paid it so quickly. But yeah, the the, the couch got damaged. Mm-hmm. Um, I do leave like these free weights in like the, the walk-in closet, you know, when they arrive, like, you know, yoga mat and stuff like that. But I had the, the push-up, those push-up bars. Mm-hmm. She broke two of the legs off of the couch and left them on the push-up bars. <laughs> Great, crazy. It's in the masterclass, y'all. Freebnbmasterclass.com. I got one on Wednesday. Go see for yourself. <laughs> it's, it's on the masterclass. Um, what else? Oh, the the side table lamp. Uh, that was shattered mm. on the ground. What else? Um, yeah, what was going on? T- too many unauthorized. So I do have in my house rules. You can't just say no parties. You also have to stay no unauthorized guests because mm. you could have. Somebody will say, oh, yeah, it's 14 of us here, but we just chilling. It's not a party. Yeah, but it's still too many of y'all, you know, in there. So uh, she got charged $75 for each additional unauthorized occupant because she was the only person authorized and on the reservation. Keep in mind, these guests do agree to your house rules prior to them even paying. Mm-hmm. So that's that's why I, I do win. But Airbnb does, they do try to find different ways where they can keep some of the money saying, can you provide an invoice so we can see what the actual cost was? So they do try to nitpick, which is, which is cool. You know, we, that's how you're going to run a business treated as such, mm-hmm. you know, but it, by them doing that it, again, I just got paid out today for something that happened in April, you know? So just, just stuff like that. I, I have had to deal with it, but you must, you know, have the pictures to provide the proof have the invoices to provide the cost and write detailed, even timestamp as much as you can, the incident that happened to avoid a, the back and forth, you know, the, the point in the finger. Like, listen, it's so detailed that, yeah, you, I'm guilty, <laughs> you know, so that's why she paid it so quickly. But I've, I've, I've had that, you know, not a lot, you know, parties are definitely preventable. Um, but that that was one incident, and like I said, it doesn't happen often. Um, what, what's your next move? Like, what's what's like, what's like the the pinnacle where you're trying to be at? Um, well, right now we're looking into uh, investing in properties. We were looking at uh, Belize. We looks like we're going to be taking a trip out to Belize, working with a real estate agent out there. Um, and what we said, November. I think I said said no for November. Yeah, November. November. Uh well for for one, um just doing research is a it's a beautiful place. We haven't been yet, you know, so we'll do that as a trip for uh November. So enjoy my birthday and look at some real estate and build some relationships out there at the same time. Uh but we definitely we wanna take it international. Um it's also a, a country that is thriving, you know, growing. And we've been getting emails from some real estate agents out there. And, you know, like why, not? why not, you know, swing the bat, you know, see, see what happens, see what comes out of it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's really it, right? You know, investing in owning, you know, because it's, it's a good rental arbitrage is also a good strategy, just like wholesaling to raise capital so you could eventually buy, mm. you know. So that's what we're looking to do. 
Are, do you plan on buying a holding? Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. What, what cities or states you plan on thinking about? Um, well, I am looking at like, you know, Philly, Detroit, Chicago, where we can get multifamily because mm -hmm. uh, it's really not that much. More like duplexes? Or yeah. Yeah. Or if, if I have to go to like the outskirts, like, you know, Savannah, Macon, because uh, you don't really find too much like quads and, you know, six units in Atlanta. Um, you do find them, but it's it's minimal. It's minimal. So we want to go to those more, um, you know, I don't want to say bigger cities. Atlanta's a bigger city, but more like like it's Chicago, you know, Detroit, those areas where we can uh, get the, you know, f four units, six units, eight units. And uh, yeah, arbitrage. Well, not arbitrage them, but B&B <laughs> mm -hmm. them. So one last question. So if somebody's starting off, what do you what do you recommend? Like the first thing they start doing, like arbitraging? Uh, Besides buying your course. Uh, well, you know, definitely. I mean, if it's not my course, definitely, you know, do your research and, and get a mentor, get a coach. I did. Like I said, I, I did take a, a B and B uh, course. It just showed me a different strategy on how to do it. It was great value, but just a different strategy on 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 you know how we do it. Uh, but I would say that's one thing right there. You know, really do your due diligence with who you want to you know choose as your mentor, as your coach to help you avoid just a lot of the tedious mistakes you know you could skip through that process get where you need to go faster uh but also you know make sure it's something that you really want to do if, if you get a chance you know try to stay in the airbnb you know we stayed in in a few we stayed in some in phoenix arizona um i believe we stayed in yeah we did stay in a a condo in louisville kentucky uh so we we stayed in airbnbs before as well but, you know, just make sure it's something that you, you really want to do. Um, and all I could really say is just just do your due diligence, do your research. It's not saturated. You know, at the end of the day, if there's hotels still being built in your city, your state, they got way more rooms to fill than we do, mm. you know. So like, people ask me, oh, is it saturated? No, is there a hotel being built in your city? All right, then, <laughs> you know. So you should get you a unit. Get at, get at least one. Try it out and see. Yeah, tell us about your merch, the uh, Windows Only. That's that's your merch. Yeah, yeah, so we um, that's actually something that uh, you know, my son, uh, my boys. Uh, Is that the we, year he was born? Two thousand fourteen? No, no, no. That's oh. the year that I had actually got into the network marketing company. So okay. the name of my team in the network market when I was in that network marketing company mm -hmm. was Team Windows Only. Okay. And since it's not there anymore, uh. What I want to do with it, with with it is is you know put confidence into people, especially like you know my son has shared with me mm -hmm. some of his friends in the past, you know dealing with depression. You know my son's twelve, you know, and this was like eleven, ten years old. You know, kids getting bullied at home. Mm -hmm. You know, dealing with so it's more so a, a confidence thing. And some of these kids we actually gave shirts to. I went and I did a. Uh, Spoke at his school for a career day like two, three years ago. Brought some stuff because, you know, they they want to have the drip, you know, and they they want to feel you 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 look good, you feel good, you know. They like the look, they liked it, and I like their reaction and how it made them feel. So if we could provide something that makes them feel good, you know, raises their confidence, that's how you know I want to go with it. We actually have another um, brand that we're about to release called Let's Grow because. Mm -hmm. Y'all hear me say that. I do say that a lot. And then my students, they're saying it too. 
So it just makes sense. It's something that um, makes people actually puts them in a state of mind of taking action, gives them confidence, and it, it looks nice. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. You got any more questions? No, 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 man. I'm, I'm gonna like, be the old and then we'll be done. All right, cool. All right, um, wholesaling or, or barbershop? Ah, dang, that's a good one. Because I still cut here. I still, still cut my here? son's here. Yeah, we got a, a little booth in the crib. <laughs> a little, cool. But, uh, dang, that's a, that's a good one. Do we take a shot? <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, yeah. You can say both. You can say yeah, both. I would say both because I do like the barbering because it's creative. It's an art. You know, and it, my son, he looks good. He feels good. So, I, I yeah, I just have to say both. Okay. Yeah. Um, rental property or Airbnb? Both. Both? Yeah. Um, money or equity? Equity. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Two million followers or rental property? Hmm. You can make good money off of both. I would say I'll say rental property because right. I yeah that, that I can't pass my followers on to my kids. Okay, <laughs> yeah, it is true. It yeah, eight fifty credit score. There's equity dollars. in that. Eight fifty. Eight fifty. Over a million dollars. Yeah, I mean you can leverage credit. Okay, I'm, I, that's cool. Yeah, we we definitely use credit to 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 build up our Airbnb portfolio. Okay, okay. and we've yeah, a lot yeah. of people say a million dollars. Yeah. Nah, so I. With a credit score. That's yeah, cool. because my my credit we leveraged when I had no money credit. We had we had we had credit. I mean, even students like I have students getting approved for you know business lines of credit, leveraging their personal credit. I got a student that just got approved for business American Express business, um, but she, with no limit. But she leveraged her personal credit as a guarantor. Got another one that got ten grand. Got another one that got forty-five grand. Mm. You get that, you get a million plus. So I would say credit, because I'm just living. You know, I don't teach theory. I teach experience. Mm. And because we worked on our credit and got lines of credit, was is how we was able to furnish our units and get more units and to continue to scale to get to the million dollars. Okay. Okay. Yeah, credit, cat, cash ain't king. Credit, credit is everything. Uh, tour or Airbnb? I, I have to say, I, I, I'm not going to say either or because I've never done tour row. Mm-hmm. So I can't. I'm going to ask you if, you if you plan on doing that. That seems like something you would want to get into. Yeah, I'd have to. I'll get a coach, though. Okay. Yeah, I told, so my the the guy I go to the gym with, um, he's in tour row. He got like six, seven. My best friend, my youngest son's godfather, he does it out in Cali. So if I'm going to do it, I'm, I'm going to. Get a mentor. I'm gonna pay for a coach. Mm. You know, it's the same way. You know, I get into <laughs> I'll get into any future business. But yeah, something I'm open to. It goes hand in hand. You get somebody who I I definitely have uh, hosted several um, guests that'll ask about you know where's it located because I'm looking to pick up a Toro at this location. Had I had a Toro, they wouldn't have to go to nobody else's location. So yeah, it's definitely something I'm open to. Have it all in house. Mm, oh, for sure. It's definitely. Uh, business credit card or regular credit card? A business credit card. Business. I was almost said, so yeah. For business? Yeah, definitely. Business credit. Okay. Atlanta and New York. Oh, man. Then you're trying to get me tied <laughs> up. Can we take a shot? <laughs> you can say but both. I'll say both. Gotta say both. both. I got to say both for sure. Do you think one more one more question? Do you think you could have did what you did in New York? Nah, cause my 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 friends that's in New York that got 
that's doing it are not doing it in New York. Oh. My mother has a unit in Atlanta and she still lives in Brooklyn. Okay. You know, uh, one of my, my partners, uh, shout out to Reem. He's also in Brooklyn and he started in, yeah, it's a lot of them because that's, that's my home. That's, that's where I'm from. So I have a lot of friends and family up there that support the course, got in the course, done the master classes and they all, some started in, uh, Alana's another one. Alana got like 11 units. Half in Dallas, I believe. She got some in Austin, and in in here in Houston as well. And she's a New York. She's actually a New York City school teacher in Brooklyn. Okay, mm -hmm. now, I'm gonna put the your affiliate link in the description below. I'll make y'all an affiliate. Okay. So I'll, yeah, just yeah. If you guys have a Gumroad account, yeah. um, yeah, send me the your email for your Gumroad account, and I'll add you an affiliate. I don't so know I can, what that is. <laughs> He know y'all y'all figure yeah, out how y'all want to do the percentage. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. No, thank you all. Thank you, thank you for having me. Really appreciate it.